Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Patton, and I am your host on Are We Grownups Yet? This is the podcast where I'm asking creative professionals how they built careers in unconventional fields to make a living doing the things that they love. And I'm doing that to inspire and motivate you to do the same. This is what we used to dream about when we were still just kids. had to have been a time in your life when you went from just thinking photography was cool to thinking, okay, this is what I'm going to do with my life. Mm. I think, well, I knew when I was a kid, I was just attracted to cameras um, and had a paper route to pay for the camera because my parents wouldn't put out the money for 35 millimeter. It's like, so I'm like, okay, I'll get it myself. Okay. Get a job. And then, uh, bought a camera, worked on yearbook staff in junior high and, and then in high school took. So I, I kind of knew like, like, um, you know, when you ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm going to be a doctor. And they're so sure of themselves. That's how sure I was. I'm like, no, I want to be that photographer. Um, because I always was attracted to like, I want to be the photographer that's published like that work. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So yeah. you were specifically attracted to commercial, commercial products. Yeah. Commercial, the stuff that was, um, in the magazines. And I think it was even more because I was a kid in Kansas. Like how in the hell am I going to get out of Kansas? And I, I also don't think I even thought about it. I just did did it because I liked it. And mm -hmm. then it turned into a love. And then, then you turn around and you're like, oh, my God, I'm in New York City. You know. <laughs> How'd that um, happen? Whoa. And I didn't plan on being in New York City. I drove by it thinking, oh, my God, I'm on Highway 95. And that's, oh, my God, that's a big city. I'm just going to keep going to Boston. And, and actually started in Boston. But didn't like it um, and then started assisting in New York City. But I think it just, once you are comfortable with something and you're comfortable with the camera and you're good at it, um, I'm still like a kid. I'm still like that, that young, what, 11-year-old, 12-year-old picking up a camera and just taking pictures. It just intrigues me. Mm -hmm. um, and the dark room effect and the and Photoshop, everything about photography. But I also see it different than most people. I view photography and photographers, I, I, I see it as a language. And it's a way that I could communicate easier than um, writing an essay or writing a story. Whereas you see these people writing these, these great little short novels. Well, okay, that's in my photograph. You know, Kodak has a picture's worth a thousand words. Was there? Are you too young for that ad? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was their marketing thing. A picture's worth a thousand words or a million words. Well, I've heard that 
you know, a million times, but I just thought it was a common expression. I didn't know it, was a, <laughs> it came from common expression, a from campaign. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it was just a self, like something that was mine that I was good at. Whereas, you know, guys with a basketball football, they're great at, you know, they, you can see, you know, and I see young kids every week now and I look at them wondering what are they going to be? And, um, you know, are they going to be a photographer, a doctor, a basketball player? And I'm, and I think even seeing, as I can remember, seeing my young, you know, movies when you were a kid, I think I had the camera in my hand. It was like my one of my toys, or like, okay, he's going to play with it anyway, so just give him. And it was the real like camera with no film, but. Mm-hmm. but it's like okay i had it had it with me at a very early age yeah i was that way with a little pol- polaroid camera that i found in my grandpa's closet and uh but you know when you're a kid you don't realize each one of those costs money right <laughs> so pretty soon it did not take long before that camera disappeared i like the flash it, it wasn't yeah. in the closet anymore when i came to visit <laughs> Yeah, let's hide that. And toy. I didn't understand why at the time. I was like, how come the camera's not here anymore? And right. yeah. But the film just comes out of it. The pictures yep. are just always coming out of it's it. Magic. It just keeps refilling itself. Oh man. So um, I, but I know that you're not lying about that, about feeling like a kid, because I see it on your face when like when you got that new Sony. Oh, the and new Sony. Just the excitement of written all toy. over your face as you're trying to, you know, oh, how does this work? You know? And and it's I wonder still what the ha- video does and just playing with it and yeah, figuring it out. It's the, yeah. Um, and now, you know, Canon is now mirrorless and Hasselblad is mirrorless. And I'm excited about the new Hasselblad because it's, it's not as clunky as carrying around a heavy Hasselblad. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my workhorses in the studio was, a, uh, I think it was a five, five, three ELX Hasselblad with a battery pack and, uh, it was heavy and now it's like you know and and yeah i can't talk enough about that sony it just amazes me how sharp it is um and megapixels is, is, is enough um for doing the jobs that i'm doing now i wouldn't shoot diamonds with it i wouldn't shoot expensive watches with it i would definitely go with something you know maybe a phase or, or a leaf but um but yeah i i still you know, I actually slept with it the other night um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I fell asleep going through the images from the farmer's market. And then I woke up and I'm like, I can't believe that's on the bed. I could have fell off. Like, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I will, um, you know, I won't make love to it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was really kind of shocked. Oh, my God, it is actually you did sleep with your camera last night. But that's how much I love images. The other thing, too, is you look at, okay, I constantly go, you can be better. It can be sharper. It can, you need to work on your exposure. Um, Especially out here in California, it's beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the landscape stuff that I'm shooting, I'm like, okay, this is a whole new territory. And being outside and not in the studio with strobes going off constantly um, it's just more fun right now. It's like therapy. Oh my God. It's great. Yeah. So when you were a kid 
and you knew that that's what you wanted to do, did you get pressure from your family? or? From <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, I remember my sister's going to kill me if she hears this. Um, there was a Nikon F um, that we were discussing buying. My parents wouldn't listen to me. Like, yeah, 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 that, that's a good camera. That's a, you know. And, um, you know, just kind of blew me off. Like, okay, you're you're young. But my sister was like, no, I think I need that for high school. I'm going to take a photography class. And, and she got it because she liked the guy in the photography class. And she had a total crush. And so she was using it to, as a ploy. And then her younger brother would go out and take the pictures. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm, if you're not going to use it, then I'm going to go put a roll of Triax in there. But uh, and then she's like, you stole my camera. I'm like, you never used it. And I paid half for it. She made me pay half for that camera and she never got the guy, but they're still good friends and he's a great photographer. So, <laughs> <laughs> but what about your parents? You didn't feel any pressure oh my God. from them? Oh. Well, they didn't under quite understand the realm of photography and that, uh, so I'm trying to give them some credit, but they did everything to like, uh, like I, got accepted to the art Institute in Chicago on um, the scholarship. And they're like, no, 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 you, you're going to go here. And um, they wanted me to go in some kind of office business job because that's where you'll make money and you won't make any money uh, being a photographer. Totally like, okay, well, we don't want you to, we don't, we don't want to see you starving. So get an office job. And, and so I did everything. I'm like, okay, I'll go to, I'll go, I'll go to, I think I even changed colleges because I was like, I'm not going to K-State. K-State's great, <laughs> not bashing, but photography, uh, KU was the only university that really had a great photography uh, courses. And then um, they wouldn't pay for any film or help me out. I had to get my own waiting job. I think I worked at the Holiday Inn veranda in Lawrence, Kansas. And I would pay for my film, film and darkroom stuff and paper. And then uh, uh, when I was setting out to do an internship in Kansas City for a great photographer, Hollis officer, um, they really were like, "Finish school, finish school, don't, 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 no, no, no." And then I'm like, "Well, I'm getting credit. I'm still in school, um, but I learned more from him." commercially and four by five and the way things work. So yeah, totally. Uh, I still don't think my mom really quite understands that I uh, understands that I make money, mm -hmm. uh, every day shooting. <laughs> she, I think that's just so bizarre. So what about the more positive, uh, influences in your life as far as photography goes, role models? Did you have anybody you looked up to that really inspired you? Maybe Actually, I've got, a, I've got a young one right now. <laughs> He's a young photographer. Oh, and I follow it. him on Instagram. <laughs> and I keep looking at him like, okay, did, oh, he's out shooting again. Okay. Oh, he's using that orange jewelry shot again. Ugh. Again. <laughs> but yeah, I actually, I, my new thing is following younger photographers and yeah. seeing, uh, I think that's my new, new thing of like, it keeps you young. It keeps you fresh. It keeps you like, oh, I remember when I did that. Are you older than me? No, <laughs> I'm not grown up yet. You are. You're the one hosting the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. 
but I think there are other photographers that, um, that I respect and, um, you know, I definitely try to bring, like, I introduced you to a lot of older historic photographers. Uh, right. Especially uh, Arthur Elgord, who... Arthur, I you... worked, worked for him. Um, and he's a great photographer. Um, he shot for American... I, he still shoots for American Vogue. Um, worked on documentary movies with him. Um basically yeah for five years i was in that studio in soho that was my uh, and the connection came from kansas city so hmm. as a going back to that question of being young how do you get in um the photographer i was working for did a um course that arthur was teaching on fashion photography you know paid and flew out there and and uh, then the two of them hit it off, and he goes, "Well, you know, my assistant's ready to leave. You know, can he come talk to you?" I got the invitation to go into that studio, and 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 it was huge studio. It was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm here!" Uh, trembling, and um, I remember asking him. I think he said, "Well, so why are you here, kid?" I'm like, "Well, I want to know if I should just work at McDonald's, or do I have a chance of photography?" you don't need to work at McDonald's. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, and then was that just, just based on your mindset or was that based on your portfolio? It was based on the portfolio and who, I, who I'd worked for. So he knew I'd worked in a commercial studio and knew the pace, um, but not the pace of New York city. So when I hit New York city, I was totally green and not prepared. So how'd that feel to have that, uh, kind of vote of confidence from somebody who was a professional? Well, when you started working there, it was completely shot down because you're like, oh, my God, I know <laughs> nothing, nothing. Um, and you have cameras being thrown at you and you think you're fast, but you're not fast enough to load cameras that fast. And then the thing that was great about him was he didn't just use one camera. He used several like a Canon, Nikon, Hasselblad, um, uh, Rolex, or, uh, Rolex, um and you had to be prepared of like, okay, we're shooting 120, we're shooting um, medium format, we're doing 35, we're doing four by five. And he was just, I think this would look good on a, in a four by five. And you'd have to run into the dark room and load these four by five to fast because you're on set. And everybody's um, waiting on you. Yeah. So again, it's, it's, if you want something, and you're passionate about it, then uh, it, it it felt great to be uh, like, okay, kid, you don't have to work at McDonald's. That was <laughs> okay. But I think it was more when you hit, when I hit L'Oreal, I was like, okay, that made me feel like, okay, now I'm, now I'm uh, making it or it was a little more than just, I knew it was part of the process that I had to assist and I had to see what was going on and then then you're just thrown into the pool swim or sink and if you start to sink then you can be replaced so that's new york someone is always ready to take your your place um so next question i'm not gonna <laughs> so okay here's where we're gonna get a little creative how <laughs> would you put everything that you've done and in, in your path to success 
into an instruction manual, what would that read like? Like step one. Step one. <laughs> give us, give us the instruction manual. <laughs> Something Run. practical that people can take away from this. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, it, it. Be prepared. Uh, it's not easy. It's not an easy lifestyle. Um, it, you, when you really throw yourself into it, uh, you make sacrifices and you've got to be ready to make sacrifices just like anything, like uh, a sports player, you, you know, you, 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 it's not going to be glorious. Um, and there's a, there was a lot of sweat and a lot of night nights just wide awake going, Oh like, crap, I can't pay rent. Um, so you've got to really be prepared. And so I think now uh, it's even harder because you're competing against companies that have internal photo studios. Um, but how would I instruction manual? <clears throat> I still say run. Um, if you're passionate about it and your photography's great, then you shouldn't have any problem. You, you know, you just have to really believe in yourself and, um, love what you do. Uh, and I think it's the same as any career. Um, you, you have to learn from your mistakes and you have to say, okay, uh, I won't do that again because that was the wrong exposure. And you, you, sometimes you just make a mistake and it comes out like, okay, I have no idea how I shot that. Uh, but that's gorgeous <laughs> crap, you know, and then you try to mimic it or, but I think the, 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 the honest question is practice, practice, practice. And don't just shoot with one camera, shoot with several cameras. You, my iPhone is always with me. I'm shooting notes. I'm shooting chicken wings at lunch. <laughs> uh, I think that, and then feedback, um, you have to have thick skin. Uh, and, and this was really hard for me uh, coming from Kansas because I wasn't, uh, had that, I was still very sensitive. I, I still am sensitive, but I listened to critiques of, I would do it this way or this or this. I disagree with some photographers and I think it's staying true to your vision and the, the contrast or the way it looks, your finished product. I think you need to stay true to it because you're making your, uh, it's your look. It's like fashion designers have their look of, uh, you can say, um, it's the same as photographers have a look and everybody's looking for that different look. Um, you know, whereas I would like to always like be like, this is my entire, I have all the shots in the magazine, but then the magazine would be boring. So you've got to give space for other photographers and you don't want everything to look alike. Um, so, but I think being true to your, your imagery, the final print, the final thing that you put on Instagram, um, and if you're happy with it, then that's what, I think that should be the guide, uh, one, um, if you're just playing around, then you should find something, another passion. Um, there's a lot of wannabe photographers that just really would really upset me 
um, to see a photographer out there. And I would call them, oh, there's Joe Photo over there. And um, taking, he's got a big camera and lens. And, and you could tell that he wasn't a professional. That he was just being Joe Photo. Um, the, the other thing, too, is I think number one is you better have a camera. I had one, one guy work for me in the studio, and he's like, I want to work with you because I want to be a photographer. Okay, where's your camera? Oh, I don't own one. Okay, well, <laughs> what do you spend your money on? Um, well, right now it's a lot of comic books. He actually did work for me. He was a hard worker, Mark, um, not um, Marcos. Um, and he worked with me while I was shooting for Macy's and he would do all the prep work, all the, the, before the shoot happened. And, and it, you know, people like that, uh, does he own a camera now? No, he doesn't. Um, but I actually still adore him because he, you know, he got into the photo studio and he, I found something that he was good at and, you know, shooting for Macy's was a lot of lay down uh, clothing and he would get it all ready without any wrinkles or and would do that every morning and then I would just plow through them um, but someone's got to do the grunt work so you get, that's part of the process too um, the grunt work uh, everybody has to do it you know you've got you know you've got to do your 10 push-ups <laughs> you, you know, you, your exercise um, and I think that's important, just to always keep shooting. Always, You're only good as that last photograph. I think we can always be better. So if you have um, that passion, then that should show through your photography. Um, is it going to get you places? It will get you in the door, hopefully. Um, do I think it's about having how many likes on Instagram? I, I used to care. Now I'm like, I don't hashtag, you know, I'm like, if you like it, then you like it. I may start hashtagging again. Um, <laughs> hashtag, uh, are we growing up yet? <laughs> but, um, I think it's, I think it's, um, harder these days to be a young photographer, to get into places, um, because they have staff photographers and HR is hiring. And I think that's hard on photographers because we're in a creative field and they're looking for the paper that's pushed through. Right. If you look good on paper or your resume, then maybe. Um, but I think, and I do push this point, um, if you do want to be a pro, then, then work with pro staff. Um, get out there. I'm, I feel like I'm going to do a an advertisement for all these uh, <laughs> things, but, but like capture, uh, go ahead. They might pay us <laughs> capture one. It's important, um, to learn the software, learn Photoshop. Um, how do you enhance your photos to make them even just a little bit better? Always critique your own work and like, Oh, I should have increased that black point. Um, or my pet peeve is, is it white? Are you shooting on white? It should be white. That's a white background. Um, and I think that comes from me shooting film because it had to be white um, and not um, a dark, darker mm -hmm. gray white um, for retouching. Um, 
The other thing too, another little trick that a lot of young photographers don't realize is it's not necessarily just one shot. That shot could be several shots put into one. Um, simple little thing of Kerastase, uh, Kerastase, or Kerastase, they have a gold logo. And so to get a family of products with all of that gold showing, you're not going to get it in one shot. So there are many layers, uh, uh, rings, jewelry. It's not one shot. It could be 25. It could be 50. And your one watch, I would shoot every diamond uh, so that it was perfect and focus on that diamond. So each one would be layered in. And then you're shooting for retouching instead of having the retouching do it for you. Um, don't create something new that wasn't there. I think that's important to know that what you see isn't exactly how it was shot. And I, I learned that a little late, but um, uh, it, I think it's true in landscape photography. I'm just finding out a lot of people cheat. I, I don't like people using filters. I like to try <laughs> to get it in camera, um, even though... I've cheated a little bit sometimes, but um, I don't, I'm trying to think of other little things, but I think software right now is important. Uh, color calibration is important. Um, uh, using, you know, pro software. Mm -hmm. um, if you're going to be a pro, don't, don't, don't go cheap. You know, don't buy cheap phone Foam core, which is, <laughs> is a studio I work for now that is cheap, but I'm enjoying it. I'm still here. So <laughs> we're here. Well, cheap is in the name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. That's something too. Um, you know, don't snub your nose at, at, um, take that job that nobody else wants. Exactly. And, and take the bread and butter, take, make the money and buy lenses and, it, something has to support um, your photography because it's it's expensive. It's expensive, you know, because you're always going to want okay, the latest, the newest, the greatest. You know, now that I have a Sony, which I love, um, I'm looking at the Hasselblad again. And I'm like, oh my god, you know. No, I want to buy a new car. No, do I buy a camera? You know, normal people don't think that way. What will I do? I'll buy a camera. You know, I'll, I'll drive my little Honda Fit, but that's why I have a Honda Fit because I'm like, we're not normal, <laughs> <laughs> which leads me to my last question before we wrap it up. Uh, you're in a career that's pretty unconventional, as am I. Do you feel like a grown up, Ron? <laughs> Are you grown up yet? <laughs> uh, I hope not. I don't. Do I feel some sometimes? Uh, sometimes when a. Um, Someone brings up the year that they were born. You're like, whoa. <laughs> That's a reference to earlier today when I, uh, <laughs> well, I should mention we work together and uh, we're both <laughs> photographers in the same studio right now. And I'm in my little secluded area and I just hear, Patrick, Patrick, <laughs> what year were you born? <laughs> and then there's a Which I didn't even ask you, what, 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 why did... Oh, What's I'm not even going for it because it's really going to age me now. 
Well, the other, the older photographer in the studio, which I still don't know how old he is, um, brings up, he asked me, were you even, do you even remember? And I was like, yeah, I don't remember that show at all, that TV show. <laughs> and then I just kind of smile. I'm like, yeah, I do know that show. And then I'm like, I wonder if Patrick knows. And you of didn't course, even ask me, what show is it? Uh, well, it was Laugh-In. Oh, no. And I have it. no idea why I've we heard were talking it, about Laugh-In. I've never or, seen it. <laughs> Uh, and then we were talking about MASH and all these old TV shows. I have no idea why we, well, it's just entertainment in the studio. But yeah, you yell back your year and I'm like, holy shit, no, <laughs> crap. Then I feel older. Do I feel grown up? I, I hope not. I'm, no, I don't think I'll ever, I don't think I'll ever grow up. Um, I think change is good. I think, um, yeah, what is it? What is being an adult? I don't know. I mean, I haven't been. <laughs> I mean, I just I this what last year, I well a couple of years because it was it was a year in the process of moving to California. But uh, everybody's like, "What the hell are you doing? You're you're just moving. You're just going to go." You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, like oh my god, you got rid of your house. You you got you're gonna what. Well, Oh, oh, you're still there. Okay. Uh, I think you have to do crazy things like that to keep yourself young. But um, I think um, I'm having, well, I'm having a lot of fun here in California. So uh, I think you have to mix it up. I don't, God, are we grown up yet? <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. God, when will I be grown up? I, of course, in my mind is what, what, I'm thinking about that new camera. I'm like, am I going to have another camera? You know, is that grown up? Do I have a grown up camera? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a grown up camera? That's the marker. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad you came out here, kid. Yeah. Thank you well, so much for coming on. Scary. <laughs> I know. I'm scared too. Can we just redo this all over now? Yeah. That, that was take one. <laughs> We're going to do three more just for safety. Are We Grown Ups Yet is sponsored by New Face Magazine. Check it out at newfacefashionmagazine.com. Are We Grownups Yet is online everywhere. We are at www.arewegrownupsyet.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook as well. Send me a message. Tell me what you're up to. 